thank you next i'm megan and i'm rachel hello welcome back guys everyone how was your um how is everyone's rachel's birthday week um <laughs> coming in fresh uh that's right a week coming after her birthday right rachel was your birthday I, amazing it's it, it yeah yep i am looking into that's, my crystal ball in yeah thank you yeah. that's what i want to hear my past future <laughs> We've all been a little down about our birthdays. I think I'm oh. pretty clear about that when we had my whole issue in August. But yeah. yeah, I just feel like birthdays fucking suck this year. Thankfully, yep. it's been through the whole year. January and February, they got a little bit of time. Like Sam got her birthday. But mm-hmm. they're gonna, it's come back around next year, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Is she going to get as big of a birthday as she got the last couple of years that we've had one? Probably not. Yeah. I don't know, like how weird would that be? Like we had a birthday for her. Um, I think it was her second birthday. We had it at a park and, mm-hmm. um, it was like, could you imagine like everybody like wearing masks, like all singing happy birthday? Like it would just be the weirdest experience to just be like, yeah, this, is, this is how it is. If you want to come bring a mask, we're going to be an open air. Don't fucking touch me. Don't go near my kid. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make individual serving trays for each person. So you don't go over and infect the food. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like and no. cupcakes. So she doesn't yeah. blow out. No on cake. cake. Yeah. Right. Oh mm-hmm. my Lord. Yeah. It's, it's different. Just, I'm normally so, I mean, you guys know I'm, I celebrate my birthday all month long. And I've even told my husband the other day, I'm like, this is the first time where I don't even know what day of the week it is or what day yeah. it is like mm-hmm. the date where I could easily like forget what day of my birthday is because I'm just not yeah. paying attention. No, it, totally. Every day is exactly the same. I'm not looking yeah. forward to planning anything. Cause I can't see my friends. Can't hug any. I got, I miss hugging people. Mm-hmm. I never really thought that was going to be a thing. I can hug my husband, but whatever. I just like I'll yeah. live with the dude. At a certain like, point, you know, I want to like see my friends. I want to hug my friends. I miss like hugging people. And it's like, yeah. I don't, have a celebration lined up with friends. I don't have a date night lined up with my husband. I don't have like a dinner, whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it feels so weird. And I'm nervous about like, what are we going to do for Halloween? Like, what are we going to do for trick or treating? Are we allowed to trick or treat in our neighborhood this year? Are you only allowed to like throw candy at trick or treaters who like walk by and just like get a slingshot and be like, trick or treat? Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming that was a really that, good visual. You guys, you missed it. Yeah, it is all visual what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that's gonna look. I'm not sure. I just don't know. Every single kid has to wear a mask. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do this year. And I, and I don't like that. I don't like that feeling. The like iffy, yeah. the up in the air. It's like, no, I want to make fun, concrete plans for Halloween. I want to be able to figure out costume ideas and like go around the neighborhood and trick or treat. Like what, what are we going to do? It's so weird guys. What are you guys going to do? What, what are you doing for Halloween? Anything? Let us know. I'm not doing anything. I'm moving. (laughs) (laughs) Super fun. Very scary. (laughs) Yeah. Incredibly scary and stressful. I'll look crazy. So that'll be my costume. You'll just be a crazy manic person. Yeah. Cleaning and painting a room that I don't want to live in anymore. Yeah, it's like it's just I don't know. I don't know. A whole lot of shrugging over here. I just don't know. Yeah, I know. Uh, It's my parents are coming to visit though. They're they're gonna be here, and we're gonna have my brother and uh, his wife over here, my sister in law, 
So oh, we're going to have, um, actually tomorrow, we're going to oh, have people so not in there. for Halloween. No, but just to like kind of somewhat celebrate my birthday with family who have been all basically like quarantined to their homes. So it's like, okay, we're playing it safe. I feel safe around them. If they were feeling sick or if they were uncomfortable, they wouldn't come over. We wouldn't have them over. But it's like to the point where we're starting to break protocol a little bit because we just don't want to feel so stagnant and alone. Yeah. Oh, I feel like everything's going to be fine. So that's, that's somewhat of a celebration. And then I'm just going to make my husband watch horror movies with me because we all know that that makes me extremely happy. Nice. Getting scared. Oh my gosh. Good. It's so fun. Yeah. So it's all good, good. stuff, guys. It's all good I stuff. I feel like also you could do, there's so many drive-through things this year. We are going to do a drive-through thing. Oh, you are? Okay. We are. Okay. Let me see. Because I know yes. that Freeform has one. I saw that that scary pumpkin patch that I personally would never go to the hayride one. Like, oh, like the, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've I, always wanted to go on that one. So scary. I don't like that. Do I not have, where is it? There's like a Stranger Things one too, right? Yes, there is. Yeah. Okay. Where are you going? Is it? We are going, I think on the 28th. Oh, okay. So pretty close Sorry. to Halloween. Excuse That's my oh, am, am I boring you? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, it is in Santa Clarita. That's the sports oh, okay. complex. Oh, okay. That's what it is. That's nice. it. So that's going to be super fun. So that's something to look forward to for sure. Totally. Yeah. I know it's like not normal, but also it's like something you can take Sam to. Yes. Yes. It's like those things you can't, the scary stuff, usually little kids can't go. No, the haunted hayride. She would shit her pants. I saw previews yeah. for what they do and like all the people that surround your car oh, and like the creepy like clouds and like no, yeah, they like bang on your windows and they like scream and there's people like rubbing chainsaws. Oh, I want to go. <laughs> oh my god. So what my dreams are made of. <laughs> Truly, what a nightmare. <laughs> You're like, no, thank you. Let thank me know god. how it ends. Let me know what happens when you get back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Well, oh. let us know what you guys are doing to keep the spooky season going. Mm-hmm. I'm like ready to decorate for Christmas. So, no, it is not the time yet. <laughs> I know. It's not time yet. Exactly. But I, I am ready. <laughs> just to mix yeah, it up, I just, wrap it up, wrap this year up. Just want to bake cookies and light candles and have Christmas trees in my life. Right. Just it feel. is nice having like Christmas decorations up, but I will not talk about that until it is Christmas time. Yeah. No, I agree. Too soon. Uh, too soon. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Um, yeah. Just say a fun segue. <laughs> <laughs> just make it fun. Um. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my story. <laughs> Perfect. Right? I've got a short one for you. It was kind of nuts because, like, I was Googling around trying to find Halloween murders specifically. Uh-huh. And there was one murder story that didn't happen on Halloween. It happened, like, a number of days afterwards, like, in November. And that story was freaking crazy and I didn't write about it this time I will write about it in the future because like it it does involve like a mom and her daughter so it's like really 
triggering and it's kind of rough to, to learn about, but it was really interesting in the, in the case details. So I'll have to write about that one later, but I did find this one. This one was interesting. It is kind of a quick one. There's not a lot of backstory on the people that I found, but it, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. And it's also, I would say open to interpretation. So let us know if you think that this was an accidental Halloween murder or if it was something done out of spite and it was, and the conviction that was given is the one that should stick. So I just want to see how everyone would interpret this story. So we are just going to jump right in. I introduce you to Beth Pheasant. She is a woman with a big heart and a beautiful smile. She is married to Brian Pheasant and together they have six kids. Brian has three kids from a previous marriage, right? That's too many kids for me personally. And then together they made another three. So it's a very Brady Bunch family dynamic. Got it. Brian has had a little trouble holding on to his wives in the past. Beth is his third marriage. So you know what they say, third time's a charm. Is that what they say? That's what they say. That's what Trump Beth. says. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> oh no, it's all downhill. Just kidding. Is that <laughs> Go vote. <laughs> Go vote, yes. <laughs> Beth is a registered nurse and she's always wanted to be one since she was a little girl. And she works at their local VA hospital in Christopher, Illinois. I didn't find too much information about what Brian did for work, but I did find that he was just a great dad to all those kids. He taught them to stand on their own two feet, to be great, respectful people, to be helpful for those in need. They were just really, really great kids. Like, what more could you ask for? Yeah. Well, about a week before Halloween, Brian found out some upsetting information regarding his wife, Beth. It turns out she was having a an affair with their son's martial arts teacher. Hi. Sorry. Daisy. Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Rachel. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> this was devastating news to Brian, as I'm sure everyone can also agree with. Yeah. That and and he had experienced this same gut-wrenching feeling before in the past with a previous wife. I'm sure he felt that he was out of the woods when he was divorced and was able to remarry, but his past was flashing into his current marriage. When he found out that his second wife was having an affair and they proceeded with a divorce, Brian tried to kill himself by hanging, but he was unsuccessful. Oh my God. This man feels and feels hard. So when he's depressed, this man is depressed. Yeah, that's sad. It's sad. Brian figured maybe this time he will be successful in a suicide attempt in October 20 and on October 27th, he purchased a handgun. He had to wait for his background check to clear and he was able to pick up his gun by October 31st. That night he went out for some beers with a friend of his. His name is Tony Meeks. You know, got to get some of that liquid courage in his system before he was about yeah. to do the unthinkable. I'd imagine. Halloween night, 2016. And Tony drives them both home after having a few beers. The kids are out trick-or-treating. There's a buzz in the air as ghosts and witches go door-to-door to gather their treats. Brian tells Tony not to come inside with him, that he was going to go inside for a quick second, and then he would be back out. 
that's when Tony heard the popping of gunshots. He hears it a short while after Brian goes back in the house. He runs inside the house and finds Beth on the floor in the kitchen in a pool of blood. He checked Beth for a pulse, any signs of life, but found none. Brian stepped out of his bedroom with a gun in his hand. Two of their kids were home, so Tony ran in and scooped them up and took them outside and ran them across the street just to be somewhere safe, unknowing what Brian's next move was going to be. 911 was called, and Tony stayed with the kids while help arrived. So what happened exactly? By Brian's account, when he entered the home, he was with Beth in the garage, and they just started immediately getting into a heated argument, and he pulled out his gun. He wanted Beth to witness him killing himself in front of her. Like, I can't That's imagine. just sick. That's sick, right? Yeah. He put the gun chamber in his mouth, and he pulled the trigger, and nothing happened. He hadn't properly primed the gun, so while he was looking at it and fidgeting with it, the gun went off, and it shot Beth in the shoulder. So Beth is trying to get the hell out of the garage, and she yells for her daughter to call 911 because Brian had just shot her, and Beth made her way out of the garage to find safety. He followed her out of the garage and into the kitchen, determined to have her watch him commit suicide but he still wasn't handling the gun properly, and he okay. claims the gun misfired again, shooting Beth in the head, and she dropped to the floor. Brian, horrified by the sight of all the blood pooling on the floor, walked himself to his bedroom and attempted to end his life, but was unable to pull the trigger. Police arrived on scene, but it was too late for Beth, and she was pronounced dead on scene. Brian was immediately arrested for the death of his wife, Beth Ann Pheasant. Brian's defense team claims that it was a murder-suicide gone wrong, but the prosecution went full force, stating that killing Beth was intentional because he knew of the affair, and this third divorce that they were going to go through was, no pun intended, going to kill him. The trial lasted about 10 days, and in May of 2017, the jury only needed two and a half hours to deliberate, and they found this man guilty of first-degree murder and a, fire enhancement, a firearm enhancement charge was added since the crime and the result of death was due from a firearm. Brian earned 42 years for the first-degree murder charge and another 25 years on the firearm enhancement charge, and he must serve 100% of his sentence. So it's pretty much guaranteed that Brian is going to rot in prison until the day he dies. Oh my that God. is my very short but true crime Halloween story about Beth Pheasant. May she rest in peace. That's so crazy. So unnerving. And there was information about, uh, like, Beth's mother was interviewed, and she remembers um, getting missed calls from her granddaughter. And um, finally, one of her neighbors had um, heard something, because I guess the daughter called the neighbor, and they're like, Alice, you need to wake up. There's something wrong. You have to go see Beth. And all of a sudden, her mom's like, oh, my God, is she dead? She just had this, like, weird mother's intuition that something terrible had happened to her daughter so by the time she got to the house she was just like where's that son of a bitch like she was so pissed off at brian she was just like i'm sure she just wanted to get answers out of him but just i'm sure wanted to just like smack the shit out of him because who does that but 
Brian's claiming that the gun misfired and it just went off and it accidentally hit Beth. But at the same time, like when you're fiddling with it that much and you say you're going to commit suicide, but you can't bring yourself to do it, even though you know police are coming for you, like mm-hmm. what do you like what are you gonna do? And there's no winners in this case because these six kids, they lost, you know, a stepmom, a mom, and their dad all at the yeah. same time. So, so it was horrible. just really rough. Very, very horrible. But yes, that is my true crime story. Wow. Wow. Thanks, Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. A good one. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Oh. So horrible. Cute. Right? Mm. Yeah. Actually, what was I listening to? I think I was listening. What if you, yeah, I think it was, what if this was, what if that podcast that I talked about in another episode, um, this is actually happening. And mm-hmm. each one is like named, like, what if you blah, 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 what if whatever. And this mm-hmm. one was, what if you found your wife hanging in the garage? Oh and, my goodness. Yeah. And it was his wife, like, was really depressed and he um he yeah like he knew she wasn't doing well and their marriage was like super on the rocks I think she was uh accusing him of cheating or something and yeah he went out to the garage and just found her but she was already like gone into rigor mortis oh my god so she was yeah. there for a long time yeah she had like it was like the beginning stages and so he like knew she was gone but yeah I wouldn't even know so what crazy. to do I know, I right? Just, I feel like I would just freeze. And I just, I, I, I'm not good in a crisis, guys. Like, we've talked about this. <laughs> we yeah. are not good in a crisis. When yeah. something like that, I just, I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't well, you're know to call 911. Initi- or- well, yeah, your first initial reaction, I'm sure, would be to try and lift them. But they, you can only do it so far mm-hmm. if they're not. So then it's like, you can't do that. But you also need to call, it's just a lot of feelings. Yeah, I guess just, right, check for a pulse and try to get them, if there's even a faint pulse, like, try to get them to stand up or, I don't even know, on on whatever it was that they kicked over, like, what do you, like, what do you do? Yeah. That's tough. I don't know. I can't imagine that. I know. I know. Well, thanks for that horrible (laughs) image in my brain of finding somebody. Sorry. Ah! (laughs) <laughs> let's let's I only like the fake scary stuff okay I'm not sorry. the real scary stuff <laughs> sorry I'll tell the scary stories that I the one from spooked next time instead of well those are supposed to be real but you know what I mean oh yeah but yeah oh my gosh yeah well tell us the scary stories so we cheer right up <laughs> well this one this isn't gonna cheer anyone up either <laughs> Oh, good. We're going to leave you um, feeling fucked up today. <laughs> I, I, I was shocked that this was real because I, I just, I looked it up and I didn't think it was real, but okay. So it's, it's like, okay. It's like mostly true, which is just really fucking creepy. It just, it just is. I, I mean, just listen, just listen guys. Just this listen. Is, <laughs> this Shut is another like. What would you do if this was your house? Like, um, I told this story to my husband before we started recording, and he's just like, we would move the fuck out. We would never go back. Yeah. We'd stay in a hotel. Even if our stuff was there, we wouldn't even go back for it. Like, there was no way we would ever set foot 
back in this house. Truly, so. like, watching all the TikToks of people buying these, like, Victorian homes. Like, yes. And it's just, like, so beautiful, but also always so How haunted. many people died in that house? <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's like, you know what? I don't know. Is it worth it? Is there it? a basement? I'm out. No, thank yeah. you. Exactly. So, <laughs> this is a story I was able to find um, on Reddit. And it was something that I did see on TikTok. So I wanted to Google it and see what the story was. So it's just, yeah. kind of, it's just, it's gross guys. So this yeah. couple bought an old house. Couldn't tell if it was a Victorian house, probably not, but it was an old house for her boyfriend and herself. And they just wanted to do some construction in the house. They wanted to convert the kitchen into a master bedroom and they- what? Yeah, they were just like remodeling and and moving like basically the entire floor plan of the house around uh, so they could so it just so made more sense for them. A gas stove top <laughs> in their bedroom? No. <laughs> How do you change That's such like, like serious like <laughs> like what? That's like when I just um, want like a bath sink, <laughs> but in my bathroom. But in my bathroom, and I also want to like cook from, eggs while I'm getting ready. Yeah, from Michael Scott from the office. He's talking about I like to wake up to the smell of oh, bacon, bacon cooking. Yeah, and he had his George his Foreman dream, grill on the yeah. ground, and That'd his dream house. He stepped on his George Foreman grill and burnt his foot on his cooking bacon. <laughs> I wake up, I turn on my grill. I put on the bacon and I go back to sleep. That way, the next time I wake up, I wake up to the smell of bacon. Oh my god! Michael Scott <laughs> I mean, needs this house. It has oh a my gas god! Range he would just in the bedroom. He would love it. He would love it. So in this house, the previous owner had wallpapered every wall, including the ceilings, with wallpaper. Mm-hmm. My my sister-in-law moved into a house in Camarillo, and um. There was wallpaper on doors, on walls, like on on everything. So it's like, okay, oh people God. actually did this. They wallpapered the shit out of this house. So they're starting to remove it. And she's like, removing it's like, it's a lot of work, but it's oddly satisfying. And oh, yeah. when you get like a long peel of that oh, wallpaper, yeah. like it's just, it's oddly satisfying. So when they were peeling off the wallpaper in the house, they started to notice that there was a person's name and a date attached to it under each large section, almost every room that they were uncovering from the wallpaper. So curiosity got the best of this girl and she started to Google the names and the dates that were written on the walls. And she discovered that it was the name of a missing person and the date that they went missing. So she's like, okay, this is a little bit creepy. So she made a list of all the names and the dates and she called the police and let them know. It's just a weird thing that they found in their house. So the police sent out a crime scene team just to see what they could find. So the police are in there, they're looking at the house, they're looking at the walls, they're looking at the wallpaper. All of a sudden she hears one of the texts say, yep, it's human. She's like, what? what is human? What in my house is human besides us? Neryl, ma'am, the material that you're removing from the walls, it's not wallpaper. It was dried human flesh from the people who went missing. 
and it was covered. The house was covered, covered, covered. I would run out of that house so fast. I would burn the shit out of my hands with some sage. Yes, I would go yes. find anybody to bless me so I wasn't carrying home any piggyback spirits from that house. Oh my, oh my God, I would never, I would never move back in. I would never, no, 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 no. I wouldn't even drive past the house. No. Bye. Holy fuck. Oh so was there a conclusion to the story? Like, That's it. Like, I think they left and they're like, yeah, we're not, we're not going back in this house. I'm curious if the person died, like they got the house from like a dead person. They're saying like one of the dates was February 14, 1958. Another date was September 27, 1946. Like they were just, they were old, older dates. Oh. Nope. What would you guys do? Would you keep renovating? I'd be like, whatever. We bought it. It's ours. <laughs> it's our fixer upper. Oh my god. No. That's burn it down. Yeah, burn, burn it down. It. Burn it to the ground. That's it. That's it. Oh my god. So gross. Well on that note, guys. <laughs> right? We'll see. You you've, yeah. you've got the Halloween spooky episode next. Yeah. We'll see y'all next week for another horrible damn story. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.